we are the Ghoul Gang. On today's episode features me, Mallory. Hi, I'm Danny. Hey, it's Kirsten. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the Crescent Hotel that was actually featured on my personal hauntings. So Eureka Springs, Arkansas is beautiful. It's actually on top of like the Ozark Mountains. Um, Whenever I visited, it seemed like it was more like a hippie town. It was actually existed since 1879. The hotel uh, was originally built in 1886. Um, So the hotel actually sits on top of the Ozark Mountains. And when I'm telling you, it's a beautiful view. If you ever like Google it, the, the pictures are amazing. Um, when it was built, it was actually a symbol of elegance and hospitality for like 15 years just for the elite. So think of like, you know, the politicians, high end, who's who were were there. Um, it actually went through like multiple owners, actually becoming a woman's college at one point. So that was kind of cool, like back in the day that it was for us women, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So where we get into the fucked up part of the story is that in 1937, Norman Baker bought the hotel, turning it into the Baker Cancer Clinic, claiming to cure cancer, calling it the castle in the sky. He falsely accused that he could cure cancer without surgery. He advertised this on the radio and even wrote a book. So definitely back then, it being broadcasted, it became a very big deal very fastly. Um, This was actually his second hospital that he, I don't think he owned the first hospital. I couldn't find that in my like research, but I definitely saw that this was his second hospital to like work under. Um, So his first hospital, I guess he killed five test patients. So that gave him the confidence to actually build a hotel. Wow. For, or like a, 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 you know, for um, the cancer hospital. Like on to, quote, bigger and better things. Yeah. Like, I just killed five people. Let me go ahead and just uh, open a whole fucking cancer clinic. You Mallory, know? I do have a question. Yeah. Um, what, what year, do you know what year he opened this cancer clinic? Um, if oh, not, it it's was okay. 1937. Okay, 37. Yeah. Okay. So 1937, that's when he bought the building. Got it. So I'm sure like, Closely after, that's when it started happening with the the patients rolling in and all that. Um, So what's horrible is that he was saying that he was curing cancer, all this false advertisement. Um, In reality, he was treating his victims, and I'm calling them victims, they're not patients. He was treating his victims with a mixture of, um, I saw a couple things where whenever I did like the tour they were saying like sugar water but i was whenever the i was researching a lot of people were saying that he was mixing um hydronic acid and carbolic acid and then some some research uh showed that he was even mixing as simple as clover corn silk watermelon seed and water so obviously he's doing nothing did he just make that shit up in his mind saying yeah oh, i can yeah con people to think oh this cures cancer let's go exactly and it's and you know it's one of those things it's like you know when people do horrible things you're wondering if they really know they're doing horrible things if they're conscious of it or you know when you meet people and you're like do they know that they're a shitty person he actually was he knew he was Mm self-conscious because he actually had a whole bunker and everything 
attached to his actual like uh, office. So he knew what he was doing. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so whenever I went on the tour, the tour, and, and again, the tour was like, I think I mentioned, I think it was like 2011. I may be wrong on my dates, but um, it definitely was like, I feel like over 10 years ago I went on the, the tour. Um, they actually mentioned that they, whenever the patients would die, he would take their dead bodies and he would put him them actually in the... Um, that little section of the room that I only went in, that little like uh, closet, that's where oh, he would the stack one you told them. Us about? Yeah, oh. he would stack their dead bodies in there, put ice over until he could dispose of all of them properly. Ugh, is that fucked up? Fuck this, you! I can't even imagine Baker. the smell. Oh god! Oh my god! Could you imagine? I know I cannot because it's just it's in the bottom of the basement. It's. Just mm. Well, and I wonder what he filth. told their family members. Like, oh yeah, I'll get into oh, that. Oh hey, my. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. There's a right. whole. Th- I know, right? It's like, yeah, and and that's actually how we got debunked, and I'll kind of explain Ooh. that. So the American Medical Association caught the attention of this because he was advertising on the radio. Um, so they actually found out because of his advertisement, and that actually led to the downfall of him in 1940. He was arrested in 1940. For mail fraud. So what he was doing, like you were asking, not only was he killing these innocent people and claiming to, you know, heal them, he was taking their information. He was writing letters to the families, acting like they were the patients. Oh my God, that's disgusting. And asking for more money. (gasps) Ew. So they can continue treatment. Ugh. I know, right? It's, Why are people so shitty? No shit, right? Like it, it's absolutely Not disgusting, shitty, but crazy. I mean, Downright just like, that's psychotic. Yeah, and just truly, like you don't have a good moral compass. Like, no, absolutely you're not. Truly, a horrible person. Yep. You know, and that's what I think was so fucked up is that he knew what he was doing. You know, right? Absolutely. Like you know, it's wrong to write to the deceased family when you know their body is dead with ice on top of it. With other car, you know, other dead bodies mm. on, and you're running to the family like, oh yeah, I'm doing well, you know, this and that. So he got arrested for mail fraud. Wow. Yeah. Right. You're not just a compulsive liar that believes your lies. Like you willingly know what you're doing. And- yeah. Exactly. So, like I said, he obviously knew what he was doing. He actually built a security system within his own suite for an escape route. So mm-hmm. he knew what he was doing. And he knew one day he would get caught, you know? So like they would say, I, I would say that word, but like that saying, but it's like all good things come to an end. But like, it was truly like, to me, it's like all terrible things need to end, you know? Right. Um. So what's unfortunate and what pissed me off when I was reading this, that he actually lived quite wealthy until his death until 1953. He died of cirrhosis of the liver. So I kind of think it's funny in karma that he died of something medically you know inducive yeah yeah yeah. exactly um so the united states postal inspection service claimed the hospital cleared five hundred thousand in one year that's equivalent to today's time that's 11 million dollars in today oh from the money that he was getting from those families in one year oh my god 11 million dollars in one year that's disgusting. Ugh, rotten hell, Norman Baker. No shit. Like, 
I hope somebody cursed their whole family. Is that horrible? Did he have a <laughs> wife or children that you know of? Or I don't know of that. I didn't okay. go in the research of like his actual personal like spouse and no, that's stuff fine. like that. But yeah, I just yeah, I don't know of all that. I'd have to no, assume that he wasn't married or had children because if he was devoting his life to said science and was doing all the experiments that he was doing, like where would you have the time to be at home? Yeah. And if you had like the escape route and stuff, like you're saying, like you had no intentions of ever being home. You had your studies and everything else to focus on. It's almost like he yeah. knew he would get caught there. Right. You know, so maybe he spent all of his time there. So he right. knew he'd get caught there. Um, so going into um, talking about more about the haunting. So that's the, the fucked up part that happened at the hotel. And what I love about the hotel is that they acknowledge this past. Um, they talk about the past. And then they also talk about all the hauntings that happened there. So he actually is involved in some of the hauntings. And I swear, I want to go to the Crescent Hotel and just be like, flip him off if I ever see him. Hell you yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, so a hotel maintenance witnessed um, all the washing machines and dryers mysteriously turning on in the middle of the night. Um, the laundry room is located next to, and I'm not calling him Dr. Baker because he's a fucking fraud. Um, but he said Dr. Baker's old morgue, which is still contained. I'm sorry. The laundry room is located next to Norman Baker's old morgue, which still contains his autopsy table and walk-in freezer. To this day? To this day. Girl, Ooh. did you see it on the tour? You know, it's funny. It was so long ago, and I felt like I was so young that I was just like, you, you didn't know, I wasn't really paying attention. Right. Yeah. Um, like I said, I just know my experience, but like I said, I wish I would have paid more attention, but I was just being a... 20 year old, you know, 20 something year old, just being like, Ooh, I'm excited to get out. You know, we should all go now. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, we should plan a trip to go there. And not we only really that, should. but like Eureka Springs, even just hot Springs, Arkansas is hot Springs beautiful. is beautiful. Yes. Like I agree. I think I, I can't remember. I'd actually have to ask my parents, but I think when I was a kid, I went to Eureka Springs, but we never did as extensive because I don't remember. Yeah. I remember going to Hot Springs, but my mom, whenever we went to Hot Springs, um, back in September, she was like, yeah, y'all need to go there. And I was like, we go there? He's like, yeah. Oh, wait, do we? I don't. When I you were younger, like, you just don't realize. Yeah, like I, that was so long ago. But I was yeah. like, but yeah, my mom was just raving how beautiful Eureka Springs is. I'm like, I like trips. No, it's it's a beautiful town. It's it's definitely like bring your walking shoes. Your calves are going to get shot. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of uphill, right? Yes. Yeah. It's it's very like within the mountain. You're walking uphill, downhill, but it's beautiful. There's trees everywhere. And because, you know, they say Arkansas is a natural state and it's just trees are everywhere. It's so really pretty. pretty. Yeah. yeah. It's not like here. Right. Where there's nothing. <laughs> so cool little fact about um, the Crescent Hotel. It's actually been named the most haunted hotel in America. Damn. Let's go. I know. I thought yeah. like the Stanley Hotel or something like that would definitely, but I was like, I didn't realize that. Even when I went, I didn't realize it was the most haunted hotel in America. So going back more into the um, hauntings. So during the original construction of the building, there was an Irish stonemason that actually plunged to his death in what now is called Room 218. So this room is the most spiritually active in the whole hotel. It's gained a lot of attraction between TV and movies. So the employees have actually named the spirit as Michael. 
Guests have witnessed hands coming out of the bathroom mirror, cries of a falling man in the ceiling, and doors opening, then slamming shut, and then also being unable to open doors again. And another room that is haunted in there is the dining room. There was a bunch of little stories, but many employees have encountered what they think is more of a playful spirit. Um, I don't think there's anyone's ever named anything, but there was one instance on a holiday that from they had a Christmas tree and presents in like, let's say like the right side of the room. The next day they came in the room and it's all on the left side. Ooh. I know. And they, you know, when you know, it's like, I didn't put that there. Yeah. The subtleties. Yeah. It's like. Oh, That's so, feng shui to a whole new meaning. Right. Right? They're like, I didn't like that there. <laughs> I like how like sometimes like ghosts will come back like, no, it's going to be decorated this side. I'm going to decide it. Right. So there was a uh, one instance where a waitress looked into the huge mirror that is between the dining room and the kitchen and saw a man and a woman dressed in Victorian garb facing each other in as if they were getting married the groom turned and made eye contact with the waitress, and then the couple seemed to kind of fade away. The waitress quit her job that day after the incident. Oh, shit. I wouldn't. I'd be like, what else can I see? It, right? I would What's totally, next? Yes. I would be like, I'm staying here forever. <laughs> and then, and like, again, like, I'm going to keep saying again, but there is a bunch of different, uh, uh, different um hauntings that happen here so another commonly reported paranormal activity is a man dressed in victorian clothing he's usually sitting near a table by the window saying i saw the most beautiful woman here last night and i'm waiting for her to return and Aww. i think that's so sad sad and cute i know it's like oh and it gets my heart with that one um so in room 419 there is a spirit called theodora she will usually introduce herself as a cancer patient of Dr. Baker. And I feel like that's so sad. I just want to be like, I'm so sorry. I'd want to cry with her. Um, but usually she will vanish after courtesies are verbally exchanged. So it never goes deeper than a quick little hello and how are you kind of thing. Exactly. Like a salutation. Yeah. And usually she will dissipate after that. Um what I thought was kind of the funniest one was that a cook saw uh, a hotel. Um, so a cook at the hotel saw a little boy drinking um, and someone on the thing said a pop bottle. And I'm like, oh my God, somebody from the North totally just wrote that. Because if you're from the South, you say they were drinking a Coke, you know? So I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, okay, somebody from up North wrote this, you know? Yep. Um, but I thought it was funny because they kept talking, the, the cook kept talking about like, I'm not a big drinker. I barely drink. So... And I feel like sometimes a lot of people feel like they have to be like, I'm not crazy, but I did see this. And I feel like I always believe people, you know, but again, I'm into this, you know, where a lot of people see stuff and they don't want to act. They don't want to seem crazy. So they were like, I don't drink. I was totally sober. I'm not a big drinker. So I thought that was funny that he kept talking about that in the interview. Um, but he saw a little boy drinking, I guess, a Coke. Um, and he was, his clothing were what they described as like knickers. Um, I think that word is so funny. He was skipping around the kitchen. Um, another morning, the cook, when he went in to start his day to prep, when he went to go start cooking, all the pots and pans that were above him hanging just flew off. So I don't know if he still like worked there after that, but I would imagine like, even though I love to see spirit, if like something like that happened, I'd be like, I'm out. There's something about cabinets at the same time opening or things flying off the wall that like truly 
are scary to me. Because you can't deny that it happened. Like all the cabinets are open. Like in Poltergeist, when the whole pyramid chair thing was on the table. Family Guy made fun of that. Lois was like, oh, I must have put these here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can't you can't deny that. No, and it's when it's so like it's such a startling thing. Right. It's it definitely will get your attention. And you know somebody is trying to get your attention and that's what I think is even scarier to people. Yeah, what do you want? Yeah, why do you want my attention that bad? What do? What are you about to show me? (laughs) What adventure about to take? So my favorite ghost that haunts the hotel is a little cat named Morris. Oh my goodness. I know, little baby. So he's actually buried in the back. Um, And I love that they kept the tradition of keeping the animals and stuff still there. So they still have a lobby cat. His new, um, the new cat is named Jasper. I know. So yeah, like I said, I think the, I think it's cute how like you think of ghosts so typical as people and humans, but I like the little ghost cat. That makes me happy. Mallory, you know what that reminds me of? Huh? Amy and Michael on Thousand Pound Sisters. (gasps) How they say (laughs) their house is haunted with a little ghost cat. I, oh my God, I totally (laughs) forgot about that. I love that series. Oh, it's so good. Are you caught up? Um, not completely, but... (gasps) Almost because oh Johnny's gosh. been home and yeah, not that I can't watch it when he's there, but yeah, I like to watch it when he's gone. No, it's it's definitely like my my show I watch whenever like Jeff's gone or doing something. Like I'll watch exactly. Thousand Pound Sisters. Yep, but I totally forgot. You're right. They have a little ghost cat. Even Tammy corroborated. She said, "Yep, yeah. there's a ghost cat." I believe him. So I think that's really cute about the I crescent. Do too. Little like, uh, Morris, right? Morris. Jasper. No, Jasper's the new cat. Jasper's the alive oh, cat. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. I think. Yeah, yes, so Jasper's, Jasper's alive. Living. Yeah, but um, so Jasper is like a black and white cat. Uh, more dominant, I think he's black. And then Morris was like an old orange cat. Oh, With a baby. Oh, don't baby. But I'd pet the ghost cat. I would too. I'd be like, geek, 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 geek. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you would chase a cat anywhere. Oh, especially a ghost <laughs> cat. For sure. Yeah. Feral ghost yeah. Domesticated. I don't care. I'll chase you. This we're, is very true. We're cat people here. Yep. Well, Wait, are you cat people? No. no. Danny, not so much. I'm it's- allergic, okay? It's not that I have a choice. It's my body's telling me no. Your I know. What, what's and that whatever, song? The oh. only, yeah, the only cat that I love and I will ever love to the day that I die and he actually suits me is Tokithby. I know. And I feel so bad because there comes a point where... Danny will come over. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do her hair. We have wine and dye night. Yeah. And Toki, my cat, is so loving and he's all over her shit. Oh, he wants to be close to you. And I want to be close to him because he's such a good boy. Like, he's so good. He, he but there a comes a point in the night where you're like, I'm sneezing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Yeah, as soon shit. as I start sneezing, it's really bad because I hear like can't stop. And I feel I'm like, bad. No, don't feel bad because again, like, <laughs> like okay, I, okay. I signed myself up for this shit. But yes, I would like, I used to be a cat person when I was a kid. I remember... I think it was my, maybe my 10th birthday Mm -hmm. that um, I was given, like I was able to go pick a cat for my birthday. I think we got it from like, you know, animal services somewhere. This was back when I lived in San Antonio. I picked out um, an orange and white cat. I can't remember its name because it was so long ago. But by the time that we picked up the cat, got back home, my whole body was broken out in the <gasps> no. hives. Oh, oh, no. Time to get rid of the kid. <laughs> right? Yeah. Bye. See you later. I'm, out on, the st- I'm out on the street. 
<laughs> but yeah. So yeah, cats just aren't my thing, unfortunately. I mean, I'm not opposed to them. Yeah. But I get it. You have yeah. an allergy to them. But I love that you're like level-headed where you're like, cats suck. You know, you're not like that. I, I mean, like there how, are some that do suck. Well, however, they really are. But however, like I don't haven't really dealt with a lot of like asshole cats. Yeah. Go to Erica and Sammy's house. <gasps> Well, I, I don't think I'd ever actually have the chance to do that because I feel like I'd probably die. You would just like open the doors, but like poof into, into hives. Well, so there actually was one time that I actually had that happen. So uh, this was back in the day. This was when Andrew and I were still dating. And uh, we went over to his friend Jimmy's house, like his apartment. And he was dating this girl, Christy, I think Christy or Christina, whatever at the time. I literally walked into their apartment. Within 10 minutes, my throat closed up. <gasps> That's so scary. It, like, it freaked me out. I was like, yeah, we got to go. It's just because, like, they just didn't take care of the house. Like, you know, they didn't clean. They didn't vacuum. Like, you know, yeah. they didn't take care of the cat. Like, it was just a cat and it roamed the house. And, like, nothing against them. Like, you know, that's your house. That's how yeah. y'all live. Whatever. It just, it's the cat's house. It's unfortunate just for me because, like, my allergies just, you know, kind of. Oh, my gosh. So right before you came over, Jeff was, like, vacuuming the room, the whole house. And then he, and like, changed the litter out. We opened up the... I, t- I appreciate you. Yeah, right. We, we look out for you. <laughs> but yeah, we like open. Oh, he opened up the the window. I lit the candle. We're trying to like air it out. Yeah, yeah. kind of air it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just unfortunately like, you can do everything, but it's just cats have a smell. You yes. know, and for those that you know, as the listeners, they don't realize, but the room that we're in is actually the cat's room. So poor Danny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we clean as best as we can, you know. But like I said, I was. It just it sucks. Cats it doesn't have a smell, smell like litter. Or I anything. suffer in okay, silence good. for all of you listeners. I just want you to know, know this right? is how much I love you. Dedication. Yes. <laughs> to the core. I'm, I'm her. <laughs> actually, I remember there was one part of it that um I never saw online when I was researching, but there was um when we were on the tour. He talked about how there was a spirit, and I forgot what room, but usually whenever women would go to put their lipstick on in the mirror, that there would be a guy that would project out of the the mirror. Oh, no and, way. And, like, try to, like, grab the girl. <gasps> That's hot. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Chris would be like, pucker up. <laughs> pucker up, buckaroo. Right. And then um, – <laughs> Other than that, there was another part when we were walking into, I don't know what hallway, but it was a hallway and the hallway was all red. And when you were looking at the hallway, let's say the right of the wall, when you went to a certain angle, you would see an outprint of like a dog. And he mentioned about how, I guess a couple that stayed in that room that connected to the wall um, were big on bringing their animals and stuff like that, like bringing their dogs. So I don't know. I don't remember too much of that. Um, but I think that's actually all I can really remember other than like my personal experience of what I talked about in the personal hauntings. Right, right, right. But um, other than that, I don't think there's anything, anything else I remember. So there's a ghost dog and a ghost cat in Morris that play. I know, right? I don't know about like the dog's haunt, but like definitely the dog's like image is like yeah. kind of imprinted. It's weird. Like kind of like when you look at like, let's say like gasoline on the ground and you can see it, it's oh, clear. But then when yeah. you go to a certain angle, it kind of looks rainbow. Right. It was kind of like that when you walked, kind of like moved around. Yeah. yeah. Kind of when you move to a different angle, you can definitely see like there was a. Like a print, like it almost looks like a dog. That's you know? cute. I know. But I definitely, I would love to go and like actually experience like the the kiwi. I say let's go. 
Let's do I'm it. I'm down. It's close by. Let's go. I mean, it's probably like three, like 11 hours, but like that's close by for Texas. Oh, wait, 11? I don't know. It's an Arkansas. No, no. Actually, I think it's only, I want to say six. Oh, that's not bad. Maybe, okay. maybe, maybe seven because whenever we did our trip to Arkansas um, in the summer, it was only, I think, like at tops five hours just from here to hot springs. Oh, really? So I think Eureka Springs is an extra like maybe two hours. I will say, like, I remember on my, our trip that whenever we went, um, whenever we were driving, and this was like MapQuest day, okay? So, like, my dad, yeah, this is like old school day. Like, you didn't have GPS. Mm-hmm. So, whenever we're trying you to print find- out your directions. Yes. You I'm were like- rich if you had a GPS. <laughs> you in, were rich. Back yeah. in my day. And it was built into your, like, built into your car. You didn't just have it. It wasn't fully accessed at that time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, Every, you know, because now it's like, you know, everyone has GPS on there and like their Apple Play and Android right. Play. But back then it was like Garmin. Like yeah. you had to like suction yeah. cup it onto the, yeah. the window. Yes. I remember driving to Dallas with MapQuest in one hand, mm-hmm. a cigarette in the other, trying to go to like a concert. Yes. <laughs> no, dude. See, like y'all were even more sophisticated than that. Like, or at least for like me, like I remember there was one time like back in high school, like when I first started driving, I had to literally print out my directions off MapQuest yes. because it was also at night. So like, I couldn't have some, like I didn't have the money at that time to like have, you know, one of those Garmin things. So I literally had printed out directions. And of course then it's at night and it was raining. I can't read for shit. And I was like, fuck this. we home. I know. No. And you would have <laughs> had to turn like the light on in the car to be like, where yeah. am I going? I mean, it was a thing. How did we get places? I don't know, but I will say going to Eureka Springs, we could not find our way. We got lost and we were, we were there. We were close, but we weren't in the mountain. We were like on the base and no, I mean, we go to a gas station. No one, what's Eureka Springs, Arkansas. How do you not know a town that's just right around the Bro, corner? You live in Arkansas. You live in Arkansas. The How do you fuck? not know? But there was a helpful homeless man that helped us. So <laughs> there you go. I'll yeah. give you 15 bucks. If you give me directions, but no then we got to make you wonder like, how did our parents do it? Like with the actual like physical maps? Oh, Jesus like, Christ. What? So it's funny. Cause my dad used to be a truck driver and he was a truck driver for like 30 something years. Oh, no way. That's cool. Um, yeah, he actually, um, He's been doing this longer than I've been alive, and I'm 34, and he actually just lost his job. He was part of the Teamsters. I don't know if you've ever heard about that. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. So the Teamsters is like – it's a union um, because it's a blue-collar job. So the Teamsters is a union within the company. Um, Teamsters is one of the biggest um, union-based – like. Yeah, it's a union. It's it's the biggest union, um, kind of like nationwide. So the company ended up going bankrupt, and he only had two more years before he retired. Oh, are you that fucking sucks. kidding me? Mm-hmm. So oh. he hasn't had a job in the past year, and that's not like my dad, you know. But um, and of course, with them being like in that age and being so close to retirement, you won't be able to find a job. Exactly. That'll, exactly. Or like a company that'll take you on because you're going to be lost within the next couple of years to Ex- go into retirement. Oh, yeah. That he has sucks. another year before he gets his full pension. Ugh. But but the good thing is that he does get his pension still, which is going to be amazing. But yeah, oh, it definitely good. fucking sucks. Corporations, when they just don't work out, fucking suck. But um, growing up, he was always like, he would get out his maps go and it's like a booklet of a map. <laughs> yeah. And he would be like, okay, well, if you go here and My you dad had that too. Track. And I'm like, huh? huh? No, like, yeah. Every <laughs> summer and every Christmas, like, we would do family, like, vacations and my dad would literally just pull out either, like, the big map of, like, the United States and he's like, okay, we're going here and I'm like, 
For you, yes. Yeah. To go like 15 minutes away? Oh, well, no, not 15 minutes away, but like, oh, but they, like whenever they trips. do like, yeah, like when we do big trips, like, gotcha. yeah, back in the day, like when we used to go to um, Albuquerque, New Mexico every Christmas, like my dad didn't like, here's like that your, ass yeah, big ass fucking map or like, mm-hmm. yeah, the, uh, the, the binder, like the spiral binder map. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what my dad had. We're so and blessed. Was, yeah. yeah. We're calling yeah. out our ages right now. Oh, I know I shit, mean, right? Yeah. We're young we're, as hell. People don't believe anything that we say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not 34 and need Botox. <laughs> um, I'm 25 times. Plus. Nothing. Don't do the math. <laughs> I was like, don't do times. Don't, yeah, yeah. don't do it. I'm just 25. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Have y'all heard the thing where it's like, do y'all feel your age or do you feel the age you were during COVID? Because I feel like I'm the age, I feel like I'm the age COVID happened. Because it's just such a... I don't feel my age. See, I don't either. My body feels my age and maybe a little older. Yeah. My knees pop like at the drop of a dime. Same. Yeah. I but, like. I would say like... I, like, I don't feel like I personally don't feel my age. However, yeah, my body feels differently. Like, you know, in the last, like I was telling Mallory earlier, like, you know, in the last like year I've now like gained psoriasis. I've never had psoriasis in my entire life. And here really? it is. Yeah. Like I have it, like there's a big patch on my arm right here. No. I'm getting them here in like the corners of my arms. Like, I think I have a little spot in the back of my neck. Like I've never had it before in my life. And here it is like. You know, mid thirties. What the fuck am I gonna do with that? Exactly. I'm like, I didn't ask for this shit. Why are yeah. you coming up now? Girl, I feel like something happens in your mid thirties. Cause I went to the doctor, like, you have a low thyroid. I'm like, why could I told you that? I'm fucking thick, you know? <laughs> and then they were like, Oh, and your vitamin D is low. And they're like, Are you tired all the time? I was like, Yeah, but that's normal, right? And they're like, No. And I was like, Oh. No, no, I disagree. Like, who's not tired or tired all the time? Yeah. I'm tired all the time. All the time, whether I get two hours of sleep or eight hours. It's like if I sleep, fucking hibernate, exhausted. nap, I'm always tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm going to say that's normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, I'm no doctor. We know, we know better. Yeah. Oosie. Oosie. I just drink too much and stay up too late. That's my problem. We still want to party hard. Hell yeah. Andrew WK, we want to party hard. Let's get the party going. Let's get the party <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, my I mentally I feel 24, 23. Like I am still in my party phase, but yeah. my body is like, no girl, drink water. But you know what's funny? I really feel like we all look younger. That, so I, that, I think that yeah, because I was gonna say, like, or not necessarily like I that we look or feel younger. I feel like for us where we're at in our lives, like we're finally coming into like ourselves. Yeah. So yeah. like this is who we're meant to be. And it's just kind of unfortunate that it, we finally figured it out in our 30s and not our 20s. But at the same time, like, you know, you appreciate your 20s and your teens for all the experiences that you had. And like, you, now you're able to be in your 30s and you're like, OK, I'm thriving. But now I'm like, oh, fuck, how am I going to be in my 40s? I'm going to be fucking raging now. Yeah, right? <laughs> we can still Get party, ready. but be responsible about it. You know, I've always said the day that I don't get carded for buying, you know, jewel pods or alcohol, that's the day I will be upset. Yeah. Yes. When they card me, they're like, oh, really? You're born Mm -hmm. in 91? I'm like, yeah. Girl, I'm born in the 80s. And people, like, I'll show them and they'll be like, I'll be like, do you see the 1900s? Like, you see it, right? And they're like, oh, yeah. But I get that I look like 26, 27. I was like, cool, I'll take it. Yeah, same. I'm like, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yeah, I love always getting compliments. How old are you? Like, 23? And I'm like, 
Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I look am. very young though. Thank you so much. But also, y'all are both like really like short and like tiny. So I feel like that they y'all always will look like younger, you know? Girl, exfoliation I, I of mean, the skin, man. Yeah, skincare. <laughs> Remember that St. Ives we used to use back in the day? Bro, in the oxy pads. Uh-oh. <laughs> Straight up alcohol in your yes, fucking face. I remember Maybe those. that's why we look so young because we destroyed our like the top three layers of our skin. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe proactive really did have something in that shit. I used proactive too. Yeah, I mean, like I did. Something happened. So maybe all the Gen Zers needs to like get on. Proactive. Yeah, get off your drunk elephant shit. Like we couldn't have afford you that seen shit. Back that? In the day. There's like ten year olds in Sephora. Like no, getting no, 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 this today, no, actually. no. Don't no, but don't shame them. Shame their fucking parents exactly. and their mothers for allowing them to buy that shit. That's oh, 100%. that's fucked up. Hundred percent. No, it until you get to the age of twenty five and on, then I will allow you to have any type of you know collagen, retinol, whatever the fuck you need. I'm to- thirty four and I don't even use fucking retinol. Re- neither do I. No, I do like, because no. I no, asked my to. dermatologist for it because I feel like my pores are really big, but. I guarantee you, we but again, you're all of went. Age. Yes. Yeah. But I'm at that appropriate age to use it. Yes. 10. You're 10. Fuck you. <laughs> no, but <laughs> your skin part, like, is like the baby's ass. But exactly. do you also know, like, have y'all been seeing those videos of all the people that are going through their withdrawals from um, like moisturizer or like uh, skincare brands? They've been using them consistently for years at a time, like on a regular basis. And then they started like they stopped. And so now they're going through like like a purging, like a detox. No, like their skin is literally going through detox scales. Are you talking about people our age? Yes. Because if I stopped using Tula, I don't want that to happen. No, no, no. no. But like it's like more serious, like, you know, like kind of like. If like Accutane was to do like a whole product line of like skincare Oof. and people use it every oh. single day, all day long, you know, you're yeah, don't like, do that. well, you look great. Don't get me wrong. Your complexion, I'm sure probably looks fantastic. You illuminate. It looks great when you put makeup over it, whatever. But once you start like, or once you stop using it, your skin is going to have a reaction because it's no longer getting it and it's going to freak out. Literally people are just peeling Ew. red, oh like scales, God. like it's terrible. Like they're like, and it's not just like a quick fix. It's a constant thing because their, their skin mm. is literally detoxing from that shit. You know what that reminds me of when people, and no offense to people who get lip injections, I'm like oh, all here yeah. for it. I've never done it, but I'm all here for it. But you know, if you start at a certain age, if you're really young, you have to continue to do it because your skin is going to stretch out. And once that mm-hmm. deflates, your shit's going to look like a deflated asshole. Uh-huh. Have you seen Kylie Jenner at the I forgot <gasps> oh, at it was Paris Fashion Week? She Paris, looks so old. She looks so old. Oh. She looked beautiful. They compared her to what's her face from uh, Gossip Girl? Like the mom from Gossip Girl, because she was sitting next to her at I think the Fendi show. Stop. Never seen like, it. I don't know what y'all trying. Oh my god! You can like see no, her Kylie, fillers like moving. Yes, Kylie Jenner. Like she's just got like craters in her face because the filler is well, no longer there, and she looks suck. haggard and old. And good ugh. for her. Like I hate the Kardashians. So I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not mad about it. But it's just so sad to see like somebody like twice her age looks better than her because of all the shit she put in her face. Well, that's what you get for greed. So suck my dick. But that's what like a lot of people are now coming out and saying like, oh, we only have a little bit, like a couple of years of study of fillers. Filler is a a newer thing. There's not a long-term study on it. So it's definitely a newer thing that they don't have to study. And I saw a TikTok, this girl was like, 
filler isn't the, it, it's great it we have studies and i'm like shut up you just want people to come into your clinic you want to make money that's all it is you know it's like a yeah to be like you're ugly come in we'll make you beautiful <laughs> but you know it's one of those things if you really realize like especially in the beauty industry if like we all just were like happy with ourselves and we didn't need makeup like it would be the downfall of businesses yeah, yeah. i know? feel like black china like if y'all know who she is like yeah. i feel like she's kind of like the advocate for all of like the filler and stuff like she was one she's like yeah i used to inject myself with so much filler in my face and now i've gotten to the point where like i'm detoxing i don't want filler in my face i want my mm-hmm. face to go completely natural i'm not trying to enhance anything anymore i just want to be me well that's why they're saying a lot of millennials are now looking younger than like the gen z generation because a lot of them they're saying they're getting started too early on like extensive skincare and fillers so y'all want to hear some crazy ass fucking shit so we went to uh california a couple weeks ago we stay with Chris's family. So Chris has a cousin, Afton, who um, is like her first year in college. She was home before she had to go back for winter break. So she was telling us that um, one of the girls that she went to high school with, like seniors in high school, mm-hmm. one, there was one girl that was gone for two weeks because she got fucking butt implants. In huh? high school? In high school. Shame on her parents. I'm oh sorry. Yes. Sound like, like, you know, they're old, if, but you know, that's their own prerogative, whatever. But then there's this other girl that she showed me that again is her age. And when I tell y'all, Afton is one of the most beautiful girls I have ever seen in my entire life. Just natural beauty. Like, uh, it's she is a rare, rare breed. And then she shows me this girl that she's went to high school with and is possibly friends. Uh-oh. She looks my age. <gasps> I mean, not saying well, no, yeah. you look bad. The, not no, saying- yeah, right, right. No, and I and I told her I was like, you need to seriously have a conversation with this friend. She looks my age. That's not good. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say like you know I look better because you know I'm of age, but it's no, the fact natural. that she, but she looks yeah. my age. She looks my mm. age. She looks so mature for nineteen, nineteen to thirty three, thirty two, thirty three. 30, yeah, 30. yeah, that's fucked up. Like, I had again, you don't. <laughs> You're like, wait, how old am I? What's my age again? What's my um, age again? You don't look bad by any means, but that's that's it's fucked sad up. on their part. Yeah. And like, yeah. I do yeah, see that's a really lot of sad young that, like, people. But no, well, but like you're literally taking away the youth of these kids because they want to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. No, like go through those stages, like live through it. But you know, it's always, I feel like been a society thing. Cause like, even when I went to high school, I graduated 2008 and I remember, cause I went to Allen Same high girl. school. All right. Oh wait. Well, I didn't go to Allen. Oh, I went to sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I go, oh, like I didn't oh, wait, know that. Oh so great. <laughs> oh, well, that's cute. We didn't have that. We just said, oh wait. That was it. That's because you went to Ellen. Yeah. (laughs) I will will second that. Uh, (laughs) We were not the coolest. Um, But I remember whenever in high school, and Allen is a very, like, rich town. There were girls that would wear fucking high heels, Louis Vuitton, like, bags. And, like, it's just, like, you need to be your age. Like... You know, it's it's always like there's always going to be some people in a crowd that are always going to try to be the older, the mature. And then there are like the ones like me where I was wearing like Converse and, yeah, right. you know, jeans. And it's like it that is, there's always been in culture like you want to be, you know, look at me. I'm more mature. I'm I get this. And it's always been like I feel like a status thing. And I feel like the skincare movement right now, even yeah. with the younger generation, it's a status thing. Oh, yeah. for sure. It's the elite. Look, I can afford drunk elephant, you know? And going so back stupid. to what Danny said, like, you know, you blame the parents 
because I graduated mm-hmm. in 2009 from Rowlett High School. And yeah, there were definitely some girls that, you know, dressed, quote, to the nines, if you want to say, yeah. back in 2009, they wore heels. I mean, their makeup was caked on. Their eyelashes looked like spider webs. And it's so funny because I would see them at a homecoming dance or a winter ball or even prom. And I'm like, they look no different than they look at school. You know, you you typically dress a little yeah, you know, you you dress yourself a little better at prom and dances in terms of makeup maybe, and hair. Maybe get your makeup done. Nah, bitch, they look the same. Mm. And uh, I'm not trying to hate, but I am. Oh. <laughs> I'm not trying to, but I am. <laughs> but what the fuck? Yeah, it's definitely like in society, and that's like I know, like in this like podcast, we talk about like, you know, horror and morbid and stuff like, but I definitely think like what's happening right now is actually really scary. It's been like a scary story. You know, it's, it's scary to see a society start to see the effects of, um, social media and beauty and the Kardashian and the influencing and stuff like that. Well, the crave for youth is just so insane. Like, yeah, I, don't get me wrong. I'm all for, you know, keeping myself up in any way that I can. Don't get me wrong. I should probably work out a little bit more than I should, but or than I do. But I feel like, you know, everyone's always searching for like their fountain of youth kind mm-hmm. of thing. But I feel like at the same time, like it shouldn't be your top priority. Like go through your life, live your like live your life in the ages that you have so that you can experience them. And then like, you know, when it's time, like, you know, just make sure that as time goes on, you're just keeping up. Keeping up with yourself. Yeah. You know, not don't keep up with the Kardashians, just keep up with yourself. That's why I'm really thankful that I grew up or we grew up in a time where we didn't have the information in the palm of our hand. Right. Like For I sure. got on MySpace. I had Zanga. I don't know if y'all had Zanga. <gasps> I had Zanga. But it was like, you know, stupid teenage bullshit. Yeah. And we went through ugly phases. I'm sorry. Like oh, I overplucked my brows. I didn't have tutorial videos in the palm of my hand of teaching me skincare and how to do makeup. Like your tutorials it, were the commercials. Yeah. And they were ugly. And mm-hmm. I went through that phase and I'm so proud and glad that I did. I'm oh, proud yeah. of the time that I grew up in because it, I mean, we weren't influenced by that shit. We, right. we even though we were 16, we were still kids. Yeah. Even at 16, I would play in the backyard in my creek. Like, exactly. I, I like, yeah, I, I was wearing spinning. foundation and lip gloss, but I was still hanging out with my friends at the skate park. And yeah, dude, right, like yeah. going to the mall, going and, to the movies, mm-hmm. hanging out, you and know, I just going feel to like house parties. Exactly. I feel like that's more rare now. Correct me if I'm wrong, young people, if you're listening, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I can see you like know, the age range of like our audience. And it seems like the age range is like between like 25 to like, Kind of like our age and like between like 25 to like 40. So. Well, good. So y'all feel me. Right. But, you know, it, and it even goes back to like, you know, like you say, you say in the fountain of youth, that's been a terminology that it, people really thought there was a real fountain of youth and people searched for it for years and, yeah. you know, um, dedicate their lives to it. But, you know, I don't know if y'all know this, but remember when we went to your um, bachelorette party? I always call it bachelor party. So Do I, I remember? Really to, right? I remember like forty five percent of it. <laughs> but remember when we were there <laughs> and we went to we saw the um, the Lalori Mansion. Uh huh. 
It was on. It was on the ghost tour. It was like the first little stop. Oh, so oh yes, know, yes, like yes, Madame yes, Lavori, yes, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. So she. Yeah, I actually, don't think Kirsten was coherent. At that point. <laughs> don't please tell. <laughs> Hell yeah, though. But like that was literally the very first stop, and whenever like y- you were not coherent because no, I was gone. No, while we were still waiting for all the groups to get together, you were up against. The I know wall everyone was mad photos. at me. They're like, she's not even paying attention. And I remember Erica said that to you, Mallory, and you were like. Hey, she paid for her ticket. Like, if she's not paying attention, that's her fault. This is what she wanted her experience to be. <laughs> I regret it. I regret getting so fucking wasted. But you know what, though? Don't like, you dare. Live you your take best that life, girl. That, that was like a moment in time that, like, you need to live it fully, you know? I did. Because we can always go back and do a tour, you know? Exactly. And our, we had a really good tour or tour guide, I yeah, should I say. We really, yeah, she I was really liked her. her. She was dressed up. But what was really cool is that, well, not really cool. So, like, when we were at the LaLaurie Mansion, so she was actually, as we know, and we can definitely deep dive into this more in, like, another, to- uh, another episode, but she was famously known for um, abusing her slaves and mutilating them and killing them. And she, one of her beauty things that she would do is that she would wipe the blood. That's right. Of the That's slaves right. on her face. Season so, three, American Horror Story. Exactly. Yes. And That's so right. I feel like beauty has always been a thing people will strive for. Yes. No matter what the cost is. You know, so Absolutely. I think that's a definitely like interesting topic. Totally. Um, that we can definitely, I feel like even deep dive even more, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So how did we get on this from ghost cats? This was fun. I know. I know right. I like how it's just us talking just normal. I love yeah. it. I'm, yeah. Welcome to a real conversation with me, Kirsten and Danny. Hi. What up? <laughs> yeah. So just beauty tips, people just exfoliate your skin, wash your face, you know, and if you're 10, don't fucking worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Go play outside. Exactly. Written all in any collagen, like necessities, 25 and up. Yeah. Thank there should so be much. an age restriction because respectfully really <laughs> we're, we're 25 and up. So we need them. Fuck well, off. And two, <laughs> collagen hasn't been scientifically proven um, to work. Like, so we know we have collagen and we lose collagen, but there hasn't been a study as of to date that shows that we can ingest it. We can like put it in a product. Yeah. It's one of those things that as of right now, we know we have it and then we lose it starting at the age of 25. Well, I, yeah, I feel, I'm sorry. No, 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 that was it. Yeah. But like there's sublets where people will be like, oh, I'm taking my collagen in like a powder form. It's like, you're doing nothing. As soon as you hear the word collagen, oh, I'll buy it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like I, oh, I, think I take fake. collagen. Yeah. But it, it hmm. do I notice a difference? Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I do that. I squish my cheeks to see how the collagen is coming. <laughs> You're like, am I still a baby? Yeah. I'm a little baby. Is, does it bounce back? Does it not? Oh, is it oh, I see it bouncing. The elasticity. See? Yeah. Yeah. All right, then we're good. <laughs> wait, wait, does mine? Or do I need collagen? <laughs> it looks bouncy. Okay, yeah, it, com- it comes bouncy. back out. It's not okay. sticking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I'm going to hear debunking it. <laughs> well, like I said, it's like today's episode, right? Yeah. Cool yeah. Okay, cool. Because I know... And for those that don't know, we do get together once a month and we record a couple of episodes. So um, stay tuned for the next. As of right now, signing off is us, the Ghoul yep. Gang. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks for listening. The Ghoul Gang is produced by Jeffrey Anderson. Don't forget to like, follow, and leave a review. You can also find us online. Just search the Ghoul Gang podcast on all platforms. Email us your stories and ideas at info at Until next time, stay spooky.